Next order of business is roll call members. Please indicate your presence when the machine is open. If all the members voted, Tyler, roll. Here we are. The Indiana General Assembly has now adjourned sine die, which means there are no days left. We are completely done. Four months uh, in the books. A state budget has been passed. Uh, hundreds of other bills. Uh, and uh, and now everyone gets to take a breather until the summer study committees in the interim. And I know what you're thinking. Why is this episode coming out so late? Uh, and the fact of the matter is we adjourned on Friday at 2 o'clock in the morning. The House did. And the Senate about an hour later after voting on the budget. Uh, And when you adjourn uh, at two o'clock in the morning, you don't really have time to record a podcast episode. And then you kind of take the next couple days to catch up uh, on sleep, which is what I did, and a list of things that my wife needed me to do. And so here we are. It is Sunday night when I'm recording this, and we'll put it out this evening. But I'm going to give you just a little bit of information this time around for this final podcast episode. Uh, Also, because we're recording so late and uh, we adjourned so early in the morning. I don't have a guest because quite frankly, everyone rushed for the parking lot. Some people started driving home at two o'clock in the morning. Others, uh, I think, crashed for the night and then took off uh, later on uh, there on Friday. Uh, so there's just no one to talk to. So it's just me. I'll share some information and this will be the final episode, which I think is both a relief and kind of sad. So uh, here we go. Let's talk about what happened. So the final day of session was actually... Uh, pretty fascinating. Uh, we started around 9 a.m. And uh, as the rules ranking member, I was uh, in session, in caucus, in rules, uh, a combination of those things from essentially 8 a.m. until we adjourned at 2 o'clock in the morning. So easily the longest and most jam-packed day I've had as a member of the legislature. But the thing that kept us held up all night was the budget. Uh, There was a budget released on Wednesday at around 5 p.m. We believed that was the document that we'd be reviewing and voting on, but there were then subsequently five other versions of that budget, with the final version being posted at 9 p.m. on Thursday night. So, uh, And what's interesting about this is there's actually a 24-hour rule to vote, so we had to suspend the rules uh, to be able to vote on that budget within a few hours of it being posted. But here's what you need to know about the budget. Most Democrats, in fact, virtually all of them, I think maybe one Democrat didn't, uh, voted against this budget. And there's a couple reasons why. Uh, Initially, when this budget came out, there were school runs that showed a lot of schools getting hit uh, on a funding level. Meanwhile, you've got to remember there's a billion dollars for school vouchers uh, in this budget as well. And so these numbers came out. I think a lot of folks got really concerned about what those numbers meant for their school districts. I think a lot of school districts got really concerned and started reaching out. And so uh, deals were being made to increase that funding. And the final number in terms of school funding ended up being uh, roughly $300 million increase uh, in K-12 funding to traditional public schools. But that budget went through five versions. And so we voted at two o'clock in the morning to finalize some other things in this budget that I think were concerning for me, reason I voted against it was first of all, a billion dollars short school vouchers, which I just have a hard time imagining sending public tax dollars to private and religious schools. I think that kind of flies in the face of what we were designed to do as a public education system. Second, uh, we did not have the necessary funding for mental health. There's been a lot of talk throughout this legislative session about the importance of funding mental health. Uh, And uh, there was an increase. It grew from $35 million a year to $50 million a year, but nowhere near 
what we needed. Uh, and even advocates were seeking $130 million a year. That's what they thought would be an adequate amount of funding on mental health. We didn't get anywhere near that. A couple other concerning things. There's a pay raise in here for state elected officials, uh, for statewide elected officials, uh, rather, uh, which I found to be pretty concerning. Uh, and we still don't fully fund uh, pre-K. Uh, there was an expansion to 150% of the federal poverty level, but still not quite what we need in terms of fully funding that program that, you know, and illustrating as a state that we recognize that this is an important investment in our future. Uh, a couple other things for you to, to take note of. IEDC, the Indian Economic Development Corporation, received $500 million uh, to distribute ready grants, uh, $500 million for deal closing, and $150 million for site acquisition, and about a billion, billion and a quarter uh, to finish the remaining capital projects originally funded in the 2020 budget. The budget wasn't all bad, but for me, what it comes down to is the fact that wages have remained flat for most Hoosiers, yet this budget gives politicians a raise. Uh, schools have struggled to meet the needs of our kids, yet this budget pays private school tuition for some of the wealthiest families in the state through that billion-dollar investment in school vouchers. And we face an unprecedented mental health crisis here and across the country. Uh, and even though that's true, this budget still underfunded the services that could make a real difference. When we had an opportunity to invest in all Hoosiers and the Republican supermajority uh, had the opportunity to do it big, you know, an additional $1.52 billion came forward in the forecast. Uh, we still watch that opportunity pass us by. Uh, and after four months of hard work, uh, that was just, uh, just fell short and I had to vote no. You know, uh, with session wrapping up, uh, it is, uh, interesting to think back on everything that that was accomplished there were some good things that happened and you know i'm proud of the fact that we got some additional road funding from marion county i'm uh, proud of the fact that in, even in the budget there are some some really good things around how we can help uh, address homelessness in our community provide low barrier shelter uh, for our unhoused residents and and make some investments in downtown as well to assist with public safety and cleanliness and all of those things. And then we saw a number of Democrats uh, really get some some great legislation passed this session as well. So what happens now? Uh, we have adjourned, so everyone goes home. They go back to, to serving in their communities and going back to their normal jobs. Uh, but we will be back in the summer for uh, summer study committees, interim uh, discussions. Uh, I intend to post another episode during that period of time and may have on uh, some other members of different committees to see what that work entails. But for now, I'm going to take a break and uh, we are going to put this podcast on pause. And uh, But before I do that, I do just want to say thank you to everyone who took the time uh, to listen. Uh, all 16 episodes, 17 episodes, whatever it ended up being, uh, you guys stuck with us, and I think that's pretty cool. Uh, I do want to thank uh, my press secretary, Brianna Cooper, who regularly helped me prep uh, for these episodes and, and helped us work through some of the things we could talk about. Uh, and also just want to thank all my colleagues who took the time to come on uh, and share what they cared about, share what was happening that week, and provide a little bit of a glimpse behind the scenes into the Indiana Journal Assembly. So, uh, you know, with that, uh, thanks again. Uh, we'll be back next session, and maybe I'll have a co-host so you don't just have to listen to me all the time. Uh, and, and yeah, thanks. It's been a, a great honor to serve the people of District 100, a great honor to serve in the 123rd General Assembly, uh, and I look forward to continuing that work and being back with all of you next year. Thanks, and have a great rest of your week and a great next several months.